Ladies and gentlemen, that is a face. And this thing made a left turn in the low crawl position and went right back into the tree line. It was a, a whoa, whoa, whoa. It was, I mean, it was loud. Hey, Joe, they're here. I swear to God, I just saw one. Hey, happy new year, everybody. This is uh, Captain Joe joined with uh, Angie, and we have a very special guest tonight, Miss Sharon. Uh, but first off, happy new year to everybody. Hope everyone uh, got through the holidays um, a okay. Um, and here we are, Tuesday, January 9th. Um, Angie's been pretty active, uh, you know, uh, typing up some reports, mm -hmm. and uh, she, um, she was very lucky um, to be able to. Uh, speak to tonight's guest, uh, Miss Sharon, uh, who is also joined by her uh, family, her, her son and, and daughter. Uh, you know, they have a really interesting story that if, if you read on Angie's uh, typed up reports of a roadside incident uh, uh, when they pulled over, um, you know, coming home, um, you know, through Pike County several years back, it was, it, it's, uh, it's actually kind of creepy to, to, to think about. Um, but anyways, good evening, Angie. How are you doing? I'm doing good. What about you? Doing well, doing well. You know what? Holidays is, is over. Um, uh, sadly, football season, or at least college football season's over, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, definitely made a, quite a few trips around the country in support of, uh, you, know, th you know, projects that I work with and whatnot. But uh, um, now... You know, uh, as I was telling you and sharing earlier, I, I, I kind of get back to getting some of my my Bigfoot Sasquatch fix. And that's uh, right. Yeah, so it's good to um, you know see some of the recent uh, posts from Johnny with some um, uh, updates with what's going on around his property, um, which is always kind of very interesting because you know he's got him right outside his back door. Mm -hmm. Um, and then also, uh, your recent, uh, post that you made the other, the other evening, which, uh, you know, you probably make some of the best write-ups, uh, um, out there. It's, you can kind of tell that little oh. law, law enforcement, uh, <laughs> uh, super sleuth background you got, you know, com comes out, you know, uh, it, which is going to be great. And one of these days you'll be able to publish a book of all, nothing but so. all these reports, I hope you know, so. But but tonight you had um, so you have a guest that that you met Miss Sharon. That's right. And um, you know and uh, so when I read their uh, when I read the the write up that you did you know and I commented on you I said yeah you know that that was really really good. Um, mm -hmm. And anyways, Miss Sharon, um, thank you for joining us. Glad to be here. All righty, so um, Angie, you want to talk a little bit about how you were able to connect up with these folks? Well, I met Sharon um, through a mutual connection. Um, at the time, I was looking for eyewitnesses from somewhere around Molina. You know, I helped with the Molina Bigfoot Festival. Bigfoot, yes. yep. And we were trying to 
um, you know, find some eyewitnesses and somebody, you know, a mutual connection, tell me about her. So I reached out to her and she shared her story with me and I was blown away. Unfortunately, she had to work that day. They weren't able to come, but I really, you know, wanted them to come on the show and share what they all saw that night. Okay. okay. Two nights, actually. She's, two nights. They, they've had two sightings. Uh, the Bigfoot first, followed by possible dog man. So we'll cover both tonight. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, well, Sharon, well, th again, thank you for joining us and, and uh, being open-minded uh, and willing to uh, share your experience, you know, you and your family members, because obviously it was uh, uh, for y'all, right? Um, in um, Yeah, it was. Uh, it was all four of us, my husband and, and two children. Okay. And, uh, and if you don't mind, um, we'll let you take it from here and, and, you know, tell us, uh, you know, uh, everything that happened. Um, well, I mean, it was, uh, early fall and, uh, we, you know, have a thing like, you know, toward the weekend, we would go to Griffin, Georgia and eat at a local Mexican restaurant, you know, on the weekend and, uh, just kind of get out, you know, take a break from all the working and stuff that we did all week long. Mm -hmm. And, uh, we had went to eat and was coming back and, you know, instead of just going down the major highways and stuff, we always take the back roads to where my husband kind of grew up and stuff, you know, kind of like a shortcut between Griffin and Thomaston at home. And uh, so, you know, we're going down uh, 1941 and then there's a turn off of that. It's called Five Points Road. And, uh, you know, we, we turn to the right off of, 1941 on to five points and my husband says you know I, I, I'm sorry I can't hold it I need to you know kind of pull over and believe myself so, Darn Mex Mexican food I tell you it gets, yeah. it gets you every time well you know no. <laughs> yeah, lots of sweet tea it kind of goes sweet right tea. through you oh yeah but uh you know we pull off kind of on the side of the road he rounds the curve because where we were it's like in a curve and uh so he pulls over on the side of the road to where if you come around the curb one way, you can see the headlights. If you come around the curb the other way, you're going to see the taillights, just trying to prevent anybody from rear-ending us or hitting us head-on with the kids in the truck, you know. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it was kind of cool, but kind of warm. I'd say it was probably in the upper 50s, lower 60s that night, um, you know. So mm -hmm. I, I have a habit, you know, we pull over, I always roll down the window and Kind of just keep an eye out, listen out, you know, and stuff where I can hear if a vehicle's coming or something like that. Yeah. Mom being a mom, always trying to, you know, Gotta be, be ready for everything. Yep. And uh, I just was happened to looking down, you know, the lights were on bright. And uh, the way that the truck was pulled over on the side of the road and stuff, it just lit up the whole side of the, you know, wood line right there. And um, from where we were parked, it's like a little embankment that kind of goes down and uh, you know, it's like where the, the County keeps it kind of cut off that embankment and stuff. But then you see kudzu down there at the bottom and then you see the trees yeah. coming up from the kudzu. Yep. And uh, so I'm just sitting there and I seen movement out to the right of me and the headlights. And I'm sitting there and I see a hand go up on a tree and an arm and a head pop around like it was pushing itself around the tree to take a look at what was going on. Kind of like it was playing, you know, peekaboo or something around a tree. 
to see, yeah. you know, what, why this truck is sitting there, I guess. And uh, when I seen it, I, it was huge. Um, it was something out of a movie, you know, kind of thing. Like you don't expect to see that sitting on the road, maybe a deer or a possum coming out of the wood line or something like that. But you're sure ain't going to see something that tall and hairy and, you know, like that, taking a look at your husband, relieve himself behind the truck, you know, <laughs> and uh, I just was in kind of disbelief. And I said, uh, my husband's name, I said, you know, hey, you know, get in the truck. And he's like, you know, hold on, let me finish. And I said, no, get in the truck. And I didn't set it forceful. And the kids were behind me. We were in a, a Dodge pickup truck. And uh, my son was 11 at the time. My daughter was right before her, you know, ninth birthday. Um, so she, she was eight years old. And um, when they kind of looked at what I was looking at and looking toward the way, then they both seen it. And they got to screaming, Daddy, get in the truck. Wow. And he just kind of sit there, you know, like, you know, I will hold on, you know, be patient. And the kids are just screaming, daddy, get in the truck. And then they're just, you know, my daughter's crying at this point. My son's then started getting beside himself because my husband is a huge man. He's six foot four. He was really kind of buff, you know, at the time he always has been and stuff. And um, this thing made him look like, I, I'm like he was something you would find. He, it, it, I, it I don't dwarfed know. him. It dwarfed it him. It did. The the sheer size of the hand on that tree, and my husband has huge hands. It probably could have held his complete skull in his hand and still had room in there. I mean, it was huge. Whoa. And uh, I just, I was terrified. I couldn't get him in the truck because you know there is literally nothing in between us but a bank you know for him to come up the bank after us i mean he could have charged that truck at that side and, and by the sheer size of him he probably could have flipped that truck he could have rolled it down the embankment he could have jerked the door off i mean you know i mean it was he was huge and i didn't see legs or anything because the way that thing was and kudzu leaves were still on the vines and stuff you know trees were still on the had the leaves on the trees, but they were falling and they were turning colors and stuff, you know? Yeah. But, uh, you know, it wasn't like just completely sheer, no leaf, you know, on a tree and stuff where you could see right through just the, the branches on the trees and stuff and see his full thing. Literally, I seen his right hand, arm, shoulder, and his complete head. So it's like if you were peeking around a tree, it would cut you off basically where your neck goes into your shoulder on the left-hand side and then come down, you know, across your body to where up under your arm, your whole right arm, you know, we've seen mm -hmm. that whole thing of it. And so literally we're making such a commotion and stuff about, you know, daddy getting the truck. Um, Jim just kind of goes back around and crawls in the truck and stuff, you know, and, you know, he's like, what's the problem? What's the rush and stuff? And I'm like, you did not see this thing. And the kids are screaming, you know, daddy, you didn't see that. It was watching you, you know. And he's like, y'all are crazy. Y'all are crazy. But no, while, you know, we're screaming and stuff, literally it's like it just took and pushed itself back off the tree and stepped one step into the wood line and it was gone. 
It was wow. just basically watching him relieve himself or seeing what we were sitting there for. And it was gone. Never heard a sound. Nothing. It's just like it was there one minute and gone the next. And I mean, it was like it was very close to us. So we could see ample details. I mean, it was almost like, you know, going into the zoo and seeing an animal and you could pick out all the details on an animal at a zoo. We seen that much detail in this thing. Wow. Wow. Now, um, Sh Sharon, did uh, and, and I mean, obviously your, your kids saw it and your husband at no point at any time. Had saw no it. Clue. E even after you guys watched it kind of uh, take a step back and disappear, he still did not know. No. Um, how how close do you how close from the truck and uh, um, do you think it was? Probably 30, 35 feet from the truck. Okay. Okay. Wow. So um, obviously, I, as you're aware, you know, so many people talk about like, you know, uh, um, you know, the, these these creatures have a have like a, a smell, like a very rancid, like, a, I don't know, trash. Did, did, did you catch any any smell of anything? You know, uh, uh, being around kudzu, I know, you know, sometimes uh, depends, you know, kudzu can kind of smell pretty sweet. You know, yeah, and um, honestly, no, I I was okay. so more you know so worried yeah. about what I was looking at that I wasn't paying attention to what I was yeah. smelling. You know, yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. I just know I've got my husband outside of a truck and two kids in a truck, and this thing here was very Massive very close. Big, you know, too close yeah. for comfort. That's I didn't want to be there anymore. Wow. So what year did uh, what year did this take place, Sharon? Oh, um. Well, my son is about 2002. 2002. Okay. Yeah. That's right. That's um, right. Because he was 11 at the time. So, yeah. yeah. Wow. Wow. Um, so, so obviously after this happens, you know, you guys, you, you all are back, you know, back in the, in the truck safe and you drive off and did you just kind of let it go or did you start? No. no? We, I... <clears throat> You know how when you have a dangerous situation and when you avert that, you know, your adrenaline's going and you're pumping and you're wanting to go. And then as soon as that's over with and you're coming off the adrenaline and you just have a complete yeah. meltdown and start crying. Okay. That was me. All right. I mean, you know, the, the kids and stuff were already crying at the sheer panic of what they were seeing, you know, and their daddy was out behind them, you know, yeah. me, it was a complete meltdown. And I'm like, I cannot believe you didn't see that thing. It was standing right there watching you, you know, yeah. and he didn't see it. He was oblivious. He was too busy taking care of what his needs yeah. were. You know? and <laughs> yeah. He was, you know, in the back of the vehicle kind of facing toward, you know, if somebody comes around that curve, you know, he can keep an eye on it and kind of move out of the way or whatever, you know. So he really wasn't looking in the same direction that we were. Yeah. Um, but he's like, oh, y'all are crazy. Y'all are seeing things. And, you know, three of us having the exact same vision at the exact same time. You know, um, I don't know, hysterical, uh, hysterical vision. I don't think that's something in real mm -hmm. life. You know, they're all people yeah. who are seeing the yeah. same thing at the same time, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we've always talked about it among ourselves for years and stuff, you know, me and the kids and we remember it vividly. It was something that shook us to our soul. Yeah. Um, because that's when reality hit that there is more out there. You know, we're not the top of the food chain. Oh yeah. 
there is something a whole lot bigger out there that could take us out very easily. Um, it it was just the sheer size of it was just. I, it's it's just hard to fathom until you experience that you know firsthand yeah. for yourself. Yeah, you can like watch it. TV all the time. You know, monster programs, Bigfoot programs, whatever. Which we never, you know, back in that time, there really wasn't a whole lot out there like it is today. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. you know, you're just never prepared to come across something like that. Yeah. Gosh. You know, I, I remember my encounter. And, you know, when I first time I reached out to Johnny here to tell him about it. And, you know, and, uh, you know, I kind of repeat myself saying that, you know, what I saw shouldn't have been there. You know, that that should not have been there. Right. Um much like probably, you know, what you were processing that night, you know, you know, nothing that big should have been there. No. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, that, that that's incredible, you know. And so uh, obviously, I mean, you you kind of ha had this this incident, you know, and I think Angie had, had, had brought up some some others. Um, but I mean I want to say did, something, Joe. Go ahead. Quick. Sharon, I know people want you to describe it. Yeah. So would you describe all the details that you guys remember about yeah. how it looked? Well, <clears throat> the closest thing that I could fathom of anything I already could recognize or can compare it to was like looking at the face of a gorilla. And when I say that, it, you know how gorillas facial features and its hands have like this leathery looking skin. Mm -hmm. That's exactly how this thing looked. With the exception, it did not have a typical gorilla nose. Its yeah. nose was more human-like, more manly-like, more pronounced. Um, okay. You know, I don't, where it was and peeking around, I don't know, I did not notice if it had a, one of those cone-shaped heads, like, you know, um, to me it didn't. Um, it was covered in hair, um, like down to its eyebrows type area, you know, to its forehead, all that was mm -hmm. covered in hair, um, down around its face and stuff. But the, across the eyes, the nose and across the top of the lips did not have hair. It was hairless in that mm -hmm. area. Um, you could see it's, you know, details in the features, you know, you can tell, uh, the shape of the eyes were huge. I mean, it was, that's the closest thing I can, yeah. you know, put that to its hair, I'd say was probably a good four inches long, maybe a little longer. Um, yeah. It was dark, but the tips of its hair were reddish. I don't know um, if you've ever been around horses or anything. And the closest thing I can explain that to is we have a, a horse that she's jet black. Um, and I've had, a, you know, another one that was a buckskin. It had black mane and tail. They are black as set throughout the winter. But in the summertime, after they've been out, the tips of their hair, you know, start turning mm -hmm. a reddish color where the sun has bleached it out over time. And the tips of the hair on this thing was reddish. That's how close we were to it. The wow. tips of its hair was reddish, but closer to the root of it was darker. Yeah. And when it came to its hands the hair went down to the tops of its hands and I could tell the joints and the fingers, the color of the fingernails, the fingernails were darker, you know, like it's skin tone and stuff was, 
Um, it's skin tone, and I don't know if it was the lights the way it hit it or if it was actually the color, but it was like a dark gray or ashy looking type, you know, almost like if you had dry skin, if let's say if it was a dark skin mm -hmm. thing and it had dry skin, the ashy kind of dry skin look to yeah. it is the closest thing that I could, you know, wow. describe it wow. to. So Sharon, so um, one of the uh, listeners tonight, uh, um, Cryptic Crystal asked if um, you, you ever tried to draw or sketch what you saw. No. No. Okay. No, I never have. Um, I mean, I I guess I could. I can do it. No. I'm not no artist by, you know, means yeah. or anything like that or yeah. you know, doing photos or anything like that. But um, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I could probably sit down and try to do something. But no, I've never tried to sketch that out or anything so, like that. So after that, um, you, you know, uh, uh, did you go, you know, start doing research on the uh, on what you saw? You know, I mean, no, no, you, you just uh, we we talked to. Well, you know, we all discussed it among us four. Uh huh. And, you know, I grew up in a family that hunt and fished. Yeah. You know, we knew the woods like the back of our hands. I've you know, from a young age, I've known how to shoot and handle firearms and stuff. And, you know, been in the woods and stuff, deer hunting, um, mm -hmm. squirrel hunting, rabbit hunting, you know, you name it. And have yep. walked the woods all around in the area, not thinking that there was anything out there that was going to hurt me, you know. Yeah. And uh, I said something to my brother, um, which is an avid hunter. I've said something to my mom and dad. And... My brother had an experience back when he was a teenager that we all kind of laughed at because he couldn't explain it. Him and one of his friends while hunting, um, it scared them so bad that they came out of the woods and hit the road and walked all the way home. Um, mm. They refused to walk back through the woods the way they went in. Um, wow. He believed me. He believed me off the bat. But my dad was like, you're crazy. You know, I don't know what y'all, you know, mm -hmm. thought y'all thought, but it wasn't something like that. And, yeah. you know, my mom's like, you know, you should say things like that. People are going to think you're nuts and, you know, things like that. And when yeah. the people that are supposed to support you and, you know, be there for you and listen to you and can take you at your face value, you don't believe you, then, yeah. you know, you're not going to put that out there for a whole lot of people and stuff, you know, to sit there and say you're crazy. Yeah, that's so, true. That's true. But no, I mean, back in the day, there wasn't that kind of research and, you know, things to get out there. And, yeah, you know, yeah. just not something that we ever did. Yeah. Um, you know, like really myself. Oh, I'm sorry. No, we just we never really started doing any kind of research or looking for answers up until, you know, my son had a, another experience later after his his child was born and me and my daughter had our experience in Statesboro. Um, and then I, I want answers, you know, I've never posted a description of what has happened. I've never searched for answers. I've never went looking for anything, but right. it just somehow seems to find us. And now I'm like, why? I want to know why. All right, Sharon, you, uh, we weren't supposed to talk about Statesboro. It's too close. To it's too close to where I live. Come on now. But now that you did, and then you also brought up the uh, um, statement just a second ago that your son 
had a uh, um, an incident uh, um, sometime later. You know, um, is he? He did. He, are you willing to talk about it, or he? Yeah, he's here. Here. Okay. Let me let him get over here closer to where you can hear him. Okay. How you doing? Good, good. Thank, uh, thank you for uh, um, joining in and, and being willing to talk about, uh, um, you know, your incident. But also, you know what? You were in the truck that night, you know, uh, and you and the family pulled over. And, and you know, obviously, you know, um, your mom gave a really great description of uh, what you guys saw that evening, you know. And definitely one of those things where, uh, um, you, you know, you can definitely say, yeah, it wasn't a, a, a raccoon climbing up the side of a tree or a. Uh, you know, no, uh, it was yeah. definitely not. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah. Do you mind telling us, uh, you know, what happened, um, uh, next, um, to you? Well, this was, uh, a lot later. I think this was back in 2000, 2011, I believe this was. Okay. Um, but I used to live in a place, um, not too far from the, I, I learned later about the Elkins Creek casting. Okay. This place is about a mile South of where the Elkins Creek casting was taken. Oh, yeah. And I didn't learn of this until after this incident, when I actually started doing some research on the Bigfoot phenomena, you know, what it is, yeah. what it could be. Um, that's really when all of us, I guess, kind of started reaching out to figure out what was going on. Why is this not being talked about? Yeah. And that's when we started doing our research. But um, I lived in a place out there with, uh, you know, my wife at the time. And uh, this was previous to my daughter being born. And we had had, you know, odd smells come out of nowhere. We'd been in this place probably six or eight months. And and over that time, we had odd smells come from nowhere, weird noises off in the woods. Uh, you'd always get this feeling. You, you go behind the house like something is in the edge of the woods watching you, and I always just write, write it off. And but there was always this this uncanny feeling in that in that creek bottom. It was a creek bottom that actually runs into the Elkins Creek. But um, Elkins Creek and Spring Creek all feed together into the Flint River. So... This is, you know, six months of just these weird feelings, weird smells that would come out of nowhere. And I didn't think much of it. And, you know, there'd always be these weird whoops off in the distance or stuff like that. But again, me thinking it's some dog on the other road or, you know, I never thought much of it. And so this one night, me and my ex-wife were lying in bed and, you know, it's probably 1.30 in the morning. You know, we just faded off. We got real good into sleep and we're both shaken out of the bed by a huge thud it, it, it literally felt like it shook us out of the bed mm. and it did it twice it did it once and that's what woke us up and as we were standing up and we look at each other like what was that it does it again and i heard where it was and it, it was literally on the bedroom side of the house just below the window or just beside the window Okay. And the way the bedroom was, the, the bedroom window, I could just reach the bottom of. I'm six foot four. I'm as big as my dad. Okay. And 
I could just reach the, the bottom of this bedroom window. And that's me standing on my tiptoes, reaching as far as I can over my head, just to touch the bottom of this window frame. And it sounded like it was beside the window, not below it, beside it. So I freak out. I hop up. I grab my old hunting rifle. I'm thinking somebody's trying to scare us, so I'm going to go scare them back. And so I hop up. My ex-wife follows me out the bedroom, and it does it again as I get into the living room and it's behind the house. So I go out the front door. I tell her to lock the door behind me. I go around the house thinking I can cut it off. If it's behind the house, if I go on the North side, maybe I can catch it before, you know, whoever this is gets anywhere. Yeah. And I come around the house. I see nothing. I hear nothing. I see nothing, but the, the smell you talked about, we never smelled that night. In Pike County. Okay. But I smelt it here. Oh. And it, it, it when I say that it takes your breath, I mean, it, it literally, it, it makes it hard to breathe. It is so stout, so thick. Mm. Um, and, and the best way I can describe the smell is a combination of a skunk and kind of a garbage smell i guess like a skunk and garbage or a wet dog smell kind of thing yeah. very musky yeah um and again i never saw it so i circle back around to the opposite side of the house and in front of this house there is um two bushes on at each corner of the house and or i'd say uh, on the steps of the house there's two doors on the front of this house and on each side of the steps to the left of the door is a bush so I go around the other side of the house and, and it didn't hit me till later that I walked past a third bush. Oh, okay. And so, yeah. And <laughs> again, I walk around the house. I don't see anything. I just, just got awful smell. So I go to go back into the back door and all of a sudden out of the corner of my eye, I just see this huge black mass run right past me. And I mean, the backyard was maybe 30 yards, 35 yards from the back door to the wood line. Okay. He made that in maybe four strides. Hmm. The, the stride, and I used to play football. I used to be very athletic. The stride on this thing blew my mind. Wow. And it was so, again, it's the same description as what we saw on uh, in Pike County was huge solid mass. I, I it was dark. It's 1:30 in the morning. I couldn't see features. I just seen a huge black mass that darted by me went to the woods. And I instantly went inside and basically me and her huddled in the corner till morning. But you mm. know, again, this is huge mass that dwarfed me. And again, I'm 6 foot 4. Wow. But we, we all the time would hear weird noises in the woods. And after this incident, you know, my ex-wife will not talk about it to this day. She denies all, all belief in it. She don't want to acknowledge it ever happened. I understand. And me, I'm a little more open. I, I want to know yeah. what it was, who it was, you know, anything like that. I'm like, if this was a person, I'm six foot four. This, this thing would have had to have been eight and a half foot tall, nine foot tall. 
I, I would I had to look up to this like my child looks up to me. Wow. Wow. And so I, so I want to know, you know, what is this? So we started researching and that's, you know, how I guess eventually my mom come to know, you know, her contact with Angie and stuff was actually doing this research and telling people our story. So, mm-hmm. so um, you obviously don't reside there no more. Uh, no, I think we lasted another few weeks and we got the hell out of there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> I don't blame but I, you. I, I later... I later learned through our research that about a mile and a half down the road is where the, the uh, supposedly is, I guess, one of the most famous castings was ever taken. And that was the Elkins Creek casting. Mm-hmm. Um, but during this it, research, it, it wasn't like we just started researching it right after this. We're talking years down the road when we're still talking yeah. about it. And, yeah. you know, we had this one other incident that, <laughs> And, you know, he, he's sitting here shaking now. He's a big boy. <laughs> yeah. He's talking about it because this stuff is, it's so, you know, life-changing of an experience, well, you know. And, and again, you know, most of my, even after our experience in Pike County, we never had anything like that around here. Yeah. And so even you know after that experience, me and my sister was no problem for us to be in the woods. I mean, I've, you know, we, uh, my folks had this piece of property and I'd, I'd spend every day on this piece of property, just running through the woods, playing at the Creek. You know, I'd go down there and catch crawfish out of the Creek, you know, just to have something to do. And yeah. I've, I've spent most of my life, you know, in the woods or around the woods. And I've, I've never experienced anything, you know, like this. Yeah. You know, so the, these two incidents, the first one, again, I was 11 years old. So, yeah. You know, I, it, it wasn't as major as it was for this one. You know, this one, I'm 20-something year old when this happened. And I, I remember this is more vividly than anything. Wow. Wow. So, I mean, do, do you ever find yourself back in, in around that area? Um, we, uh, we, we pass through that area pretty often. Okay. okay. Um, I can't say that I've ever stopped. Yeah. <laughs> But any yeah. idea why it was slapped the side of your residence? I, I do not know. Um, do you live in a mobile was, home? Did you tell me it was a mobile home? Yes, yes, okay. it was, a, it was, so, it was a, an older mobile home. Yes, and I think too, it was the closest one because there was two mobile homes right there side by side, neighbors mm-hmm. side by side. But his was next to the wood line to where the other one was further away. Mm. Okay. Uh, uh, all I can figure is uh, I knew I do know that to the to the left of the the house down on the edge of this creek there I think there was an old pear tree. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it had come up there for the pears. Mm. Did you did you mess around on the um down on the creeks or anything very much? Did you walk no. down there and fish or anything there, there like that? There was something about that property. I, I did not trek in them woods. From the day we got there, I'm like, I, I'm not leaving this property. You know, uh, it just always had this weird feeling. You know, we, I wouldn't go in the woods in, or to the creek. I, I wouldn't leave, you know, the safety of the yard. Did you ever talk to the neighbors? No. The old man that lived next door was not a very um, friendly person. Mm-hmm. He was very sour you know like four or five divorces and uh, this grumpy old man that we, we tried to, uh, uh, originally i thought this might have been him yeah because a couple of days prior we him, him and i had had a slight altercation wow. um did did you ever talk to him about it like 
afterwards? Well, th- this is the weird part. I thought it might have been him, but at that time, he was out of town visiting family. So he was not even home. We were the oh. only people on that on that property that day. Huh. Wow. So as the crow flies, how far would that be from the Flint River? As the crow flies, maybe a mile. Maybe. And back to the original sighting, how far would that sighting be from Elkins Creek? That's a good. Uh, that's that's a good good county county and a half away. That's yeah. that's that's okay. quite a distance. Okay. All right, Angie. Yeah, I will say this: that down there in that bottom, there is a small creek that goes through that property right there as well. Because uh, mm-hmm. um, if you were to follow it out, it would go under the you know highway and stuff on it across the the highway and stuff under nineteen forty one as well. Um, in that area, there's a lot of. Um, you know, farmers and cattle farms and stuff at that mm-hmm. time, there wasn't a whole lot of houses on this road back in the day. Um, it was mostly just wooded or cattle, you know, on that thing. And um, so there'd be no reason for anybody to even be out there trying to trick people coming down the road at that time in the middle of the night either. Cause yeah. we even thought about that, you know, but yeah. Nah, did, you know. Did, did you, did you have any pets like a dog or cat or anything like that? Um, in my experience, no, yeah. At, at when it slapped the side of your house, did you uh, have a, I, we no did pet? have a dog. We had a uh, a little white Jack Russell Terrier. Okay. Um, okay. who was cowering under the bed the entire time. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know if, like <laughs> yes. uh, if, like if he had like a um, an outside dog dish or something like that. You know, no, uh, someone no, there was there was one no of food outside. There was okay nothing. I, that, that was the weird part about the whole thing. Is it, I, maybe it was my snoring. I I don't know. <laughs> Did you did you grill out a lot? Did you cook outside a lot or anything like that? No, not really. No. Man, okay. That's and like he was saying. You know, there was a pear tree on the property behind the house and stuff. And if you think about it, that was closer to the wood line. So well, it would have been on that side of the house, right? It would have been on the side of that house. So um, that's that's the only thing I could figure is it come up there for maybe something out of the old pear tree. Or Did you take some of those maybe? pears? I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Did you take some of those pears? No, <laughs> I'm not a pear person. No, oh, man. That's just a. That's just. I don't know that. Uh, you know. So I'm having a home built up in uh, Lincoln County, and uh, you know, I've I've talked about it in a few episodes, you know, so far that uh, it's up by uh, what's that, Fishing Creek, Angie? You know, south of. Lumberton, where one of the other ladies that we had on, um, um, and it's just this area that I mean, it, there is nothing out there, yeah. You know? Um, I, I got is that close to where the dogman sighting was? No, no, it's much more, more much more north, but you know, um, <laughs> but I mean, it's it is like you know, it's up along the lake, you know, and I'm, I'm super excited. I'm on my own only house on this on this street, and uh. No one else can build around me, and you know. And here you are talking about like houses getting slapped. Yeah, you don't set yourself up for some. Yeah, stuff. so I'm sitting here. I'm, you know, I'm sitting here thinking ah, I'm putting in stadium lights now. Thank you. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna you buy know. you some fruit trees for your um, housewarming gift. Uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, so okay. So now you had this incident in 2011, and I do not. 
God, we're going to get into this in, in this <laughs> Statesboro thing, you know, because I, I deer hunt in Burke County and it's, you know, it's, you know, Statesboro south of there. And, uh, all right. So when does the Statesboro incident happen and, and to whom in the family? It was me and my daughter. Oh, okay. So, um, my daughter has a small business that she started, um, in Statesboro while she was in college. Oh, okay. Um, and she has grown this business very successfully, but it requires us or it did at this point, um, to travel a lot. We did events all over, um, the Southeast and we had been an event in Greensboro, Georgia, um, for two days. And okay. this was the second day we had packed up. We were pulling a, a 16 foot long box trailer behind us with all of our product and business. So, so you say Greensboro, that's uh, like uh, um, Lake Oconee, Reynolds. Is that right? Mm, no. I want to say. Uh, where's it's it? over towards. Um, and is it up toward commerce and stuff like yeah. that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's, up, it's up north. Yeah, it was it's a two-hour two drive from Statesboro. Yeah, so like, yeah. like uh, Reynolds Plantation, so that that same exit there. Um, yes. Lake Coney area. Okay. Yes. Yep. Yes. I just know it. So we had been up call. there um, working, and we were driving back and forth um, instead of getting a hotel. She had yeah. her pets and stuff, you know, at the house. So uh -huh. we were able to, since it was just a two-hour drive, we were able to, you know, leave her house go do our event, um, you know, close down, drive back. The next day we'd get up, probably leave around 11 o'clock in the afternoon or in the morning and, you know, drive back, set back up for the last night of the event. And okay. then, um, you know, after that event, we would pack everything back in our trailer and go back home. So this was early morning, Sunday morning, because the, the event ended around 1030, 11 o'clock that night in greensboro then we had to pack everything up into our trailer and stuff and then leave there driving back to statesboro down highway 80 wasn't it mm -hmm. highway 80 and this was in august of 2021 okay so literally you know it was a bright moon it wasn't a full moon um, but it was bright that night um lots of deer everywhere so you know here we are driving her vehicle and, you know, pulling this 16 foot trailer and stuff, you know, trying to make sure that, you know, we keep an eye out for any deer running up outside the road, you know, running in front of us. We had seen several deer throughout the night when we were driving back. So I was taking my time and it rained pretty well yeah. the night yeah. before. So they were, they were very much out yeah. that night. Oh, yeah. And um, we're, I just looked down at my phone at my GPS and it said that we were 15 miles from my house in Statesboro. Okay. And as I turned onto the highway and was driving through there and noticed that, um, as I'm looking back up at the road, I see movement in the median. And on this road, you know, it's two lanes going one way and two lanes going the opposite direction. And then there's a grass median between both lanes. And I can see movement in the median. And so I let off and put my foot on the brake because I'm thinking it's a deer and it's going to bolt in front of me. And I really don't want to hit it. You know, I mean, it's literally yeah. coming up by the median to cross in front of us. And this is about, I don't know, three o'clock in the morning. And when it come up out of the 
the median, it did not stay on four legs. Oh. It came up out of, when it was coming up the little median. It was on four legs, but was transitioning into two. Okay. Wow. And I, I, I thought I was seeing things. I, I, you know, because we're both quiet, we're tired. You know, we've worked our fannies off, and it was hot. You know, this is August, Georgia, hot, thunderstorm, yeah. <laughs> steamy. So we're wore a slap out after a two day event, and we want to get home. We want to, you know, get a quick shower, get in bed, you know, crash out, and. Um, you know, 15 minutes from the house, you're thinking, okay, when you get there, what do you got to do? Let's, you know, get this stuff in. And then next thing you know, the most creepy, eerily looking, huge example of whatever it was you saw come out of that. And, oh, you're, you're wide awake. You can't sleep for the rest of the night. No, it, um, it crossed the road in front of us in two steps, three Ooh. max. Man. Okay. I believe it that was, it yep. was, transitioning into fully standing erect in that time and the way it moved just was the only word I can think of is completely unnatural. It it's almost like it was breaking itself or hurting itself to come from four feet to two feet to get upright and run. And when I say transitioning, I mean it was almost like it was morphing in front of us. It came up out of two, off of two, off of four and started standing upright. But the back legs is like having a dog stand up the way that the legs, you know, are backwards, kind of like, you know, when they stand up. Yeah. That's the way this thing started. And the way it moved, it was, it was creepy. I ain't going to say that. It was more than it was, creepy. It was terrifying. It was psycho feeling, crazy, creepy. Like something from one of the most horrific horror movies you would ever want to be. Like, I don't think mm. Hollywood could have come up with the way that this no, thing motioned. There's no way. It so, was crazy. What, what color was it? Like dark? Black, it was black. dark. It was dark. We, we couldn't tell if it was black or dark gray or a combination of both. It was kind of hard to tell because my, my headlights were on it. Yeah. And it, you know, it moved fast. And literally... How I got, I think, the best view of it because she's driving and we're trying not to hit it. If she had not come off the gas thinking it was deer coming up out of that median, we would have hit it. Oh, man. So we were that close. And by the time it had gotten to the other side of the paved road, it was completely erect. And there's a house that's sitting up on like a little hill in a driveway and there has a yard light on like a telephone pole, a big bright yard light yep. right there over their garage in their front yard. And this thing ran up that driveway under that light and into that wood line right there behind that house. <laughs> and I seen the entire thing. On I two mean, legs. It, it was awful. I, and I mean, our Bigfoot sighting scared the devil out of me. This right here made me feel sick to my stomach and like, I had nightmares. Evil. We did. We had nightmares from it. It it emotionally changed us and scarred us for life. I never want to see this thing again. So it when, is like so, pure evil in front of you. So when this thing stood up, was it about as big, tall as the, as the uh, roadside one that you had in two thousand two? Or it it. it hmm. 
It wasn't, didn't have the mass. It didn't have the mass that what we seen in 2002 did. Okay. It was tall. Um, there was a road sign right past the um, driveway that it ran up that told, talked about another road coming up beside this house, you know, mm -hmm. that's coming out. And it walked in front of it or ran in front of it going to the driveway and it was taller than the road sign. So we know at least seven feet. Wow. But the across the, the arms, the arms were so long and the fingers were so long and it's wide from shoulder to shoulder. And then it's waist come down to where it's waist was like tiny. And then you had these massive muscular legs and the head. Oh my God. The only thing I never seen was I'd never seen the tail. I never seen a tail. You, you know, a dog's going to have a tail. Oh. I never seen the tail. But so it had the head of a German Shepherd. Okay, so I was going to ask, did it have like a dog snout? It yeah. had a snout like a German Shepherd. A very long snout. Mm. Pointy ears. Pointy ears. Well. It, and, you know, I she didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. We just watched it happen. And then when I watched it go in the woods and I looked straight back forward and I said, did you see that? And she said, you seen that too? And she's like, I, th I thought I was seeing things. I think I was just so tired. I was seeing things. I said, no, I seen that too. I, I thought I was seeing things. She goes, no. So we both seen what we think we just seen. And I said, what do you think you seen? And she said, I don't know how to describe it. I said, say one word and I'll say one word and we'll see if it's the same thing. And we both said werewolf. Ooh. That is the closest thing that we could think rationally it think like. it looked like was how in a horror movie you see a wolf thing on two legs attacking people and that's what we looked at wow and i you know we literally went home and um my son he was working nights and stuff that time and we we knew he was up because he's always like you know let me know when you get home or whatever and we we were so scared well let me back it up after we seen this and we said that we hadn't probably gotten what 30 40 feet we had not gotten very far not very far and something hit something the trailer hit the driver's side of my trailer really and i looked at her and i was like what do i do and she's like don't keep, stop I like, keep going keep going after what we just saw like do no. not stop this yeah. car right. yeah and so i mean i i i sped home and when we pulled into my driveway usually you know we would unload the trailer like take it off of my car get the things out of the car we needed to go inside and both of us just grabbed our purses and literally we're sitting there saying okay before we unlock these car doors because this is only 15 miles from her house like and yeah. something something has done hit the side of the trailer as well after we've seen this so oh. we're sitting here like putting our purses across our shoulders grabbing the money box from the thing you know and she's got her keys in her hands and we're like opening the doors, running to the house. She's opening the door real quick and we're like shutting it, locking it behind us and because it freaked us out. But I was so scared that whatever hit my trailer had left, you know, a dent or something. Yeah. I just bought this trailer that on my route to my front door, I had pulled my phone out, turned my flashlight on and kind of just run down the side very fast. Uh -huh. And it didn't hit the side of the trailer. It hit the fender. Mm -hmm. and where the tires were 
And so on one of my tires was some hair and a bit of blood. And I wish I would have, you know, run inside and grabbed something to put it in and kept it. But at the time I was like, I'm not sticking around to see if I got followed. I'm not playing around with whatever's outside tonight. Mm -hmm. I'm getting in the house. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like, and when I say, you know, our siding with my husband and stuff back in years ago. Okay. That, that scared us. It shocked us. It was, it was scary. You know, know, it's out there. You don't know what it's trying to do. I didn't know if it was going to go after my dad. So of course it was scary, but to see this thing in the middle of this road and moving across this road this way. Unnatural. It's the the only only, word you can describe unnatural. If it's not some type of werewolf dog man thing, it's a demon walking this earth. Like there's so in my mind, it's nothing but evil. So this is like, uh, so Highway 80, Statesboro, um, going north of Statesboro, you, is that little town, or was it? Hope you like it. Hope you like it. Yeah. It's kind <laughs> yep. of in between there and, and Statesboro. Yes. 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 Man, I am never driving that road again. Yeah. <laughs> just put an X on that. I'm never going there. And yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Angie, you got a lot of uh, places to start looking out. I'm Don't. not going out there. I can like, promise you that. Angie, you, you like <laughs> going out to scary, spooky rivers, right. smelly things. Right. Um, so well, what, what we year was back, What you year know, was to the this? house that night? We finally got in and stuff. And literally, I mean, we're sobbing. We're crying. It scared the... The living like uncontrollably cry, like living caca out of us. There's a only okay. that's the nicest way you say it, it scared the living caca out of us, yeah. And you know, Bell's like, I've got to draw this thing, I, I want to draw this thing. Oh, and uh, you know, she literally sat down and drew this thing on a piece of paper, sent it to my son, and I, I think she took a picture of it and stuff with her phone. I did, and um, that's the closest thing to her crappy drawing like my crappy drawing that we could do but you guys you guys definitely need to email that over to angie yeah. or share it to angie i'd love you yeah. know i i know there's probably but, a lot um, of folks that probably I mean, want to see just, this it's an extremely rough sketch just no no that's that. that's fine i mean hey uh they, they called me about this thing so freaked out i gave my sister a 400 dollar uh, uh <laughs> dash, dash cam. cam to put on her vehicle yeah Wow. Well, man, that's, you know, that's actually a great idea to have, you know. Yeah. And we've never seen anything with it. So, yeah. When you get a camera, camera, you don't see anything. When the camera's rolling, that's a good thing because we didn't go looking for these things. We're not searching for this stuff. We're not out in the woods, you know, looking for anything like this. I don't know what it is. They find us and it scares the living crap out of us. So, so, Angie, I know. some folks in the community have talked about people being marked. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know if that is that, does that make sense. The, I said the same thing to them. Like, uh, because now all of a sudden it's uh, everyone like, in the family. Like, did it? Did it remember the son? Is why it was slapping the trailer. Don't know, but <laughs> you know, it's oh it's, my God. and it's and, like once you see them, it's you know common to see them oh, again. Yeah, but like you're saying, from where we seen that beside the road with my husband to where where my son was living years later was well over thirty miles apart. Yeah, you know that ain't that's nothing for Bigfoot though. I was about to say, and for so many years, he's done moved places. Well, yeah. 
but I just, I know that's something that I never, ever, ever want to experience again. That is the closest thing to a demon or a, a hell dog, whatever you want to call that thing. As I can describe it, it, it literally shook me to my core that now when we're on the road and we, we still travel, we have to for her business, mm-hmm. you know, that we are always on the extra careful, you know, we're, we're always on edge trying to make sure we're extra careful and watching out because you never know. And mm-hmm. when we do these events, it's late at night, you know, with us yeah. leaving the event, packing up our, our trailers and stuff. And it's just me and her. Yeah. Every once in a while, my husband is able to go with us, you know, from his work and stuff. But it's usually me and her doing this stuff. And, yeah, um, you know, it's just me and her having to take care of each other. And if something happens, you know, I, I don't know what would have happened if we did hit this thing. We because, did. <laughs> it, yeah, as big as it was, I don't know if we would have killed it or yeah. if it would have killed us yeah. for hitting it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, I have a I question. Was, I know, I know whenever, um, you know, you first told me the story, I know your daughter mentioned that the moon was not quite full. It was almost full. I'm just wondering. You you broke um, up. I couldn't hear you, Angie. Whenever you originally told me the story, can you hear me now? Yeah, I gotcha. Okay. Um, Your daughter had mentioned the moon was not quite full. It was almost full. I'm just wondering, did, did you check? Because you thought it might be a werewolf, is that why you looked to see if the moon was full? No, we just noticed it was bright because we could see the deer so easily on the side of the roads. Okay. It isn't something that she had crappy headlights, let me tell you. <laughs> she did on, on that truck. She had crappy headlights. So we're always grateful that, you know, we've got good moon. Yeah. Um, you know, vision and stuff at night doing these events and stuff. Cause you know, at the time her vehicle was just crappy headlights. Um, they were more of a yellow film instead of a bright white, you know, mm-hmm. type thing. So, now, you know, you- any kind of help with the moon and stuff and, and the areas being mm-hmm. lit up at night helped us in our traveling, you know, I gotcha. So obviously I guess now we, we kind of crossing into this dog man phenomena, you know, and, and I'm, uh, I I can't really say I'm a dogman believer. Uh, obviously, not seen one. Um, you don't want to. Y- yeah, you know, and then uh, you know Johnny Two Bears has seen a photograph that you know from a very trusted source of his, and and it was enough to make the light bulb go off in his, in his head. Um, but uh, have have you and your daughter have you guys done any research into this whole dogman phenomena? Um, re- the reason I ask. Um, one of the, one of the listeners just told me to tell you to listen to a uh, Matt Emch of Dogman Encounter, um, and it, you know they said it is one I, of the. I know Val, but I I spoke with um, a man named Vic that has a podcast uh, called Dogman Encounters. Okay, and he told I, me that he fully believed we saw what he, they classify as a certain type of dogman. And he told us that there was different kind and yeah, we weren't aware several different kind out there. Yeah, me neither. Um, uh, well, they have teams well, that go all over the place looking well, for so what, kind, what kind of dog? Uh, what, what class was it? I mean, I have no idea that the, there's different classes. I don't a remember. Exactly. It, was, 
Arugaroo. Oh my goodness! Don't even get started on the, at least the Rougarou. <laughs> it can bite somebody and move it along, but man, that, that, that's um, yeah, that, that's the that's an LSU version. We don't care about that. I mean, yeah, true. You're right. You're so right. <laughs> I mean, was this a? Is it, I mean, is this like a SEC and ACC version? I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think of like a like a football sure class. That. I don't remember if he said it was a class A or a class B kind. Um, he had sent her some he said pictures. The sizes of them is what would classify it, and he said that ours was on a, the larger end of the scale. He also told her that um, if we had hit this thing. And that these things are like super, super strong and that he believed that it would have just got up and probably ripped the vehicle apart. Yeah, but he didn't think it, we'd be able to kill it. Word for word, what he said is we would have just pissed it off. Oh, yeah. Mm. So, um, yeah. And, you know, we were looking for answers like yeah. the next few days after that. Like, what did we see? What is this thing? And that's when she come across um, this dog man encounters and yeah. just literally sent a message and asked him, you know, questions because she was trying to figure out. And that's the only research that we have done because we yeah. wanted to know if other people had experienced this. And he assured us that they had. Mm -hmm. And he said that, you know, for, for us to see it in the way that we did means that there must be others in our area that have seen it or in that area that had seen it. And, Lo and behold, not very long afterwards, like a week or two we after, we were scrolling through Facebook and on a, you know, Statesboro discussion page was a post where it was literally the road right after where we saw it. Okay. Um, this girl had posted pictures of huge paw prints and was asking if anybody knew what it was and to watch your small animals and children in that yeah, area. Keep them in the house. Oh, boy. I, I, I took a screenshot of that because, you know, it was dog like to me, um, you know, and I wanted to see and, you know, I was looking at pictures of wolf prints versus dog prints and stuff like that and hmm. trying to figure out if that's what that was or if there's some kind of a dog the size of a horse in the area, you so know. What's, mm -hmm. so, so what's very eerie, um, you know, so we, we have this uh, research area that, uh, um I've been out just a few times with, with the with the team, and uh, you know Johnny has has gone out there quite often. You know Lloyd and Scott and Happy um, Harris. You know, so it's it's called the Happy Place, and and it's you know roughly fifty miles from Statesboro to where the the Happy Place is. You know, and and uh, I guess Angie, that's where we got the juvenile um, mm -hmm. on, on camera, um, where we found the beds out in the out in the, the woods there. Mm -hmm. And, um, but now you guys are talking about a, a large, you know, dog man sighting 50 miles away. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Well, I mean, after this happened <laughs> to us, um, you know, my daughter went to school down there in Statesboro, went to college down there. And uh -huh. we noticed a post made in the area on one of the discussion pages to where there is a, you might've heard of this. It's a, a Christmas display that these people put on every year for charity to bring like canned goods in and stuff for like the empty stocking phone. Uh -huh. And it's uh, like, I think it's called TNT or TMT Christmas farms or something like that. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah I know these that. people yep. had went and took their family 
through this um, Christmas display and was headed back home. And the lady is a professor or something. She works at the college and they witnessed um, Bigfoot run across the road in front of them, leaving the uh, Christmas display right there in state or right there off of Statesboro. Oh man. Yeah. And they (laughs) said it was not small. So I take it. It wasn't a juvenile. (laughs) And I think think there's a report of that. I think they made a report of that. Angie, you're gonna have to find out if like there's like a, uh, like a, like a Bigfoot, uh, Dogman turf war stuff going on, or if that I even exists. It, it, I don't I know. Maybe, it, maybe some of the listeners can, can clue me in on if there's a turf war type thing that actually happens. Who knows? I don't want to be what? in the middle of it, so no. they can just mm. keep it to themselves. No, you, you know? <laughs> yeah, you guys are coming back from an expo, right? Hauling at yeah. what a sixteen a sixteen foot trailer. Yes. Right? Be- behind your vehicle, your truck, and, and this thing comes like just uh, walking up on all fours off the embankment and then just you yeah. know, erect erects itself, like stands up, and then yeah. so yeah. W- what's what's funny and why I totally believe you like you said like it, it took like two steps across the road, right? And you know, so when I saw my my incident there in Fort Gordon, you know, I was I was you know using a spotting scope and um looking down the um a fire break, you know, and so that's made by a big wide dozer, mm-hmm. you know, normally truck, you know, about a, you know, wider than a, a normal pickup truck. Right. You know, and this thing crossed the, the fire break, you know, it wasn't running like an Olympic long jumper. I mean, it just, it took like a step and a half and it was across already. Yeah. And, uh, unbelievable. The amount of distance that it, it can cover, but it wasn't running. Right. And, uh, and how big it was, you know, um, and, and so this, thing cro- crosses in front of you, goes through into someone's yard and, 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 you know, walked underneath their booger light. That's what I, you know, that's what we always call it. A booger. Yeah. Light, booger right? lights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. And, uh, and these people's like, yup, back these yeah. people woods, right? Yeah. Was that like, was literally our thinking the next day was my God, these people are unaware of what's in their backyard. Yeah, you exactly. Know? I was like, oh my God. Well, um, what do you think hit the trailer? Do you think it was a deer or another one or, or what? Well, it wasn't deer hair. No. So um, it was uh, gray and kind of black speckled hair. And it was rather long. So I don't think it was anything like a possum or a coon or anything mm-hmm. like that. Um, so, I mean, I was kind of worried that maybe, you know, I mean, if it's a dog, dogs usually run in packs. And, mm-hmm. and when she says hit the trailer, it hit it hard enough that it, it shook the whole trailer. Yeah. Like it made the little, our, you know, we're, we're in a full size Tahoe pulling mm-hmm. a 16 foot box trailer, mm-hmm. you know, and it hit it hard enough that um, it shook the whole trailer and made the, the vehicle shake too. You know, yeah. well, one thing, one thing, um, definitely for sure has happened tonight. My my daughter, who who was uh, 
um, who has friends who go to Georgia Southern. My daughter was thinking about applying to go go there. Um, when she gets home from work, I am telling her that she's not going to Georgia Southern. As I go to Georgia Southern, I tell her to go to Georgia Southern. Just do not stay on Highway 80. Of town, you know? yeah. Yeah, don't yeah. go to Highway 80. No, see, the problem is she has to drive, you know, back, you know, she has to come down from Augusta, you know, and, and yeah. yeah. We, Only yeah. travel during the day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's right. Travel. No all night travel. Uh, yeah, that is, uh, you, you know, I, I, I make a lot of trips through there, you know, like down, down through states where, uh, um, yeah. you know, you know, um, yeah, and, and now, you know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, man, I've driven back a lot of times late at night, you know, come back from, you know, like Florida and stuff like that. And, you know, I have to come up 95 and, you know, that's the only way to get to, you know, from, you know, 95 to Augusta is through yeah. Statesboro right there. Yeah, and, right. and, uh, great. I guess, uh, just keep your eyes peeled when you go through there. You never know what's going to pop no, up. No, you know what I do. I'm just, <laughs> and, it, and it's a scary thought a that, cam. you know, I'm these things are that cam. close to people. Yeah. You, you, you know, are these things sitting in the edge of the woods watching people? You know, are they, you know, thinking that at th this time of the night, there was hardly any traffic on the road. You know, yeah. and our first thing was, was it down there eating roadkill? And then we startled it and it started coming up out of the ditch, you know, to get away. Mm -hmm. You know, that was our first thing when, you know, we got to talking about it after it happened. Is like, why was it there? Why did it come up? You know, because it was down on all fours in the median, you know, like dog size, you know, mm -hmm. deer size. And then it started coming up and crossing in front of us. So. Why was it crouched down in the median? Was it eating roadkill? Mm -hmm. You know, what was its, it's reason for? It's, it's, it's creepy to think about. You know, yeah. these things can crouch down that small and be oblivious to where we're thinking these things are deer, we, dogs, whatever. And these we, things are watching us go by with our lives every day with, you know, not yeah. a care of the world that we never thought these things were there. So when it got up and crossed the road in front of your headlights, did it by chance like look? You know, like no, no, it never, it never turned its head. Its, its head just was oblivious. Yeah, away. it was like it was it was looking for a path, and it was headed straight in that direction. Wow. Well, man, you know, so now, now you got me thinking. All right, man, what'd you hit? Hopefully, it wasn't a pup or something like that. You know, I don't know. Or, or, I, or, or you, you, I, I don't know. You know, or, or, you, you know, one hit, one hit the side of your vehicle or the the trailer. I'm sorry. You know, yeah. so. Yikes, yikes, yikes. Well, you know what? Now, um, <laughs> Angie, that's that. This, this is a very, uh, so, hey, there's a, there's my little dog man, Sophie, back there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We like that kind of dog man. They can keep yeah. the others. Yeah. Um, that is, I don't know, man. That, uh, each of your encounters, I mean, from the Pike County, your son's one, that, you know, Slapping the side of the trailer. I mean, God, wow. I mean, I don't know. You guys are, are creepy. Are, are, well, I, I want to meet them, but I don't want to hang yeah. out. With them. <laughs> I feel like we're cursed. Well, we can have it. Uh, if it's something that's marked us, we'll mark you. It's fine. We don't want know. it anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, get rid of the bad juju, whatever we need to do, because I don't like it. I'm not looking for it. I'm yeah. not thinking it. You know, I feel like it just finds us somehow. I, I don't know. I just know I don't want to find it anymore. I'm tired of finding it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, wow. I'm not going to look for it, so it don't need to come looking for me. True. True. You know? Yes. Uh, you, you know, and I, I don't know. I, again, I'm always fascinated. You know, these things are here in Georgia. Right. You know, so you, um, I know. Right. You know, so we're, Riviera. You know. Exactly. You know, so I'm, I'm very fortunate to be to be able to work in the um, the outdoor community, uh, hunting shows and whatnot. You know, I've gotten to hunt all over the country and, you know, the mountains of Wyoming and, and Montana, Idaho. I don't have anything weird like that. Like, you know, what you guys are describing there where, you know, and, and this is where that should be happening. Right. Yeah. You know, but then you guys talk about, wow, yeah, you know, down there by Georgia Southern. I was like, yeah, that's just right down the road. You know, yeah. and then again, I, I saw my thing here on a, on a military installation and it's Georgia, you know? So like you said, these things could be anywhere just sitting there watching us. And, yeah. uh, and it is kind of creepy. Um, Angie, do you have any more questions before we wrap up? I do not. I just really appreciate them coming on, sharing you know, you, their encounters with us. You need to. You need to have them come to the your uh, Molina. I wouldn't festival. Say. Yeah, yeah. Only because I mean, it's. I mean, it's <laughs> two of the stories are real, real close there. You know. Yeah. The, yeah. The One more past. so than the other. <laughs> yeah. You know. Um, and then. Yeah. You know. And then I, I don't think you. You. you you have not had any dogman subjects brought up at the Molina Festival, have you? Uh, not that I can remember. I mean, this would be almost like the first, you know, and mm-hmm. and to think that, you know, it's like, yeah, it's here in Georgia, you know, which I don't want to think about because, man, that's too close. You know what? Th- their sighting of the Bigfoot was in the same county as the Elkins Creek because it's Pike County, right? Yes. Okay. So it is on the other side of Pike County. Okay. See, well, well, Miss Sharon and, and, you know, your, your son and daughter, thank you so much for, for um, being willing to come on tonight and share your stories um, and your, your encounters and, and, and whatnot. Uh, You really, I mean, uh, I didn't know what to expect out of, uh, out of this, but man, it's, it it was a really, really good episode. And, And Angie, thank you so much for for getting this now i can't wait to go uh tell uh um tell people about this you know so yeah you know we're looking for more witnesses in the area yeah if you guys know anyone people um, are starting to come forward i actually have a guy that i've met with has an incredible audio recording um and i'm working with him and lloyd is gonna join us and we got some exciting stuff coming up about that on elkins creek so Oh, so that's right, right up there uh, again. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to still have a lot of stuff going on in that area. Yeah, so trying to cover that whole area as much as possible. Really looking for other, you know, eyewitnesses. Ah, uh, so well, hopefully you definitely, you definitely need to have Sharon and the family come to the festival just for your, uh, you know, for the seminar uh, yeah. portion, just because. These were phenomenal. I mean, just I know. from the details of your description of what you saw the first night in 2002 to, you know, the the, the house getting slapped and then the dogman thing. Come on, that's uh, 
Only th- I mean, you guys are only missing two things. Uh, you have a year to get it: a Loch Ness monster and a UFO. And that's something I was telling Angie the last time we spoke before this is like, you know, you know, seeing these things here and realizing there's a lot more out there that we don't understand. If yes. I come across this white thing they call a rake, I'm done for. Just bury me now. No. I don't want to be in this world no more. I know, right? Mm-mm. That's the creepiest thing I have ever seen anybody talk about. Uh. Mm. I don't know what all that is. I, I just don't even know. I mean, I got my theories, but I'm not going to share them here. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I, my, I, what I've seen is more than I ever wanted to see in the beginning. I know. I'm I'm gonna have to start looking at some more of the uh, Statesboro um, uh, forums, the discussion um, groups. Yeah, to 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 see and and uh, if I can you know uh, pick up on any more uh, encounters like this because that's you know that one it's creepy you know two it's yeah. not that far you know right so yeah and you know there's a lot of farm and yeah farmland yeah, and rural. land down there. Matter yeah. of fact, in that area where the, we seen that thing, that house was about the only house right in that area of the road. And across the road from that was like farmland, yeah, with cows. Yeah. you know, with cows in the pasture and stuff, you know. So um, uh, it wasn't like it was in a very highly populated area. You yeah. Know? So um, there's no telling what we don't see on a daily. That's mm-hmm. that's true. No, that's that's definitely true. True. So. Yeah. Well, Miss Sharon and and um, you know your your son and daughter, thank you so much for joining us this evening. And and Angie, um, you know, thank you for everything that you that you do. And you know, with you're welcome. Your, I love it. It's my research. new favorite hobby. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And uh, well, anyways, folks, that's that's going to wrap it up uh, for this evening's episode for the Sasquatch Encounter Brigade. Um, to include now the the Dogman uh, encounter, uh, just because. Uh, <laughs> you know from what we heard tonight yeah yeah you know it's a it was great well thank you everyone and uh and um you know uh, obviously uh, johnny two bears we we missed you tonight um hopefully you'll be back back on uh another episode here shortly with us with uh someone uh someone different than angie has lined up um but anyways uh continue on um you know obviously supporting our page but then also sharing you know, uh, your own research with us, you know, uh, I, for one, love, love to actually, uh, um, you know, uh, check on our page and hear everyone's stories or different research things, um, you know, along my travel. So thank you so much. And, uh, hopefully 2024 is starting off, uh, well for everyone and, uh, we'll catch you guys next time. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right.